Hello, everybody. No, no, stop practicing. God. <laughs> Jack and Lori. I've been doing this 100 no, years. Act like it. Did it start? Wait, go. Oh, hit the play. Where's John at? I'm not ready yet. Know. We'll start without him. I'm he, not ready yet. Are you rolling? No, not yet. So all of this crap is going to be on the podcast. No, they'll edit all that out. Rook, hit the button. It just start the music, you <laughs> dummy. If you'd get here two minutes before noon, this wouldn't happen. You know, if you well, were... he's on limited hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, let's talk about that right away. I wanna... No, I don't want to talk about no, that. No, I, I want to establish that I have a six-day weekend. I right. want to make what? sure we, we cover that. I got to tell you a Kenny story. Oh, wait. I don't know if I'm on the air. No, yeah, we're not. Know. The dummy's not. <laughs> wait for the theme music. Search. There we go. This is... All right, you guys ready? <laughs> We're going to start. Can I play that Garage Logic segment number one? I was uh, ready yeah, nine wait for the minutes music. and 35 seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to do anything. You I'd just like have to, to hear sit the music. There. All right, let me get it on my wall. Here we go. This is cutting into my day. <laughs> this is the already put upon cutting into it's my cutting day. into my life. <laughs> <laughs> We're cutting into his undie grilling. By time. the way, I don't want to hear the F word on this uh, deal at all. No, no, no broadcast. No, we got to class it up. We're, we're Everybody's really... been saying, "Oh no, you get to swear." No, we're not going. No, to. we're not doing that. Okay, good. How's that theme to. coming along? Good. I don't want I have sensitive mom. This is it. Are we on now? This, this is, is a John Height production. Bad Dylan Height production. How oh, come I can't hear? Number one. Let me hit it again. Commencing garage logic segment yeah. number one. There it is. Good afternoon. Hi, Suits. How are you, boys? Go I gotta tell you a story about Kenny. Man, your kid can play. That's me. Oh. Yeah, this isn't that Which good. Which guitar is that? I ask like I care. The one that Joe knocked over at the fair? It is, the old story. <laughs> yep. So I'm on a pontoon boat Friday night. Yeah. You're just jumping right into it. Aren't we gonna talk about this yeah. podcast or hours, we're, we're, what we're, we're doing? We're talking right now, and this will be heard with people. If I down, knew, down Ling, Ling I knew this was going to bug you a little bit, Such. I had no idea huh? to the extent that it was going to drive you crazy. Oh no, I think all oh, weekend this long. thing you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm on a pontoon oh, boat. Oh yeah, you're responsible for this, aren't you? <laughs> I'm on a. He's can been I, a wreck. May I say something? It's your podcast. Your, yeah. I was on. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was on a pontoon boat Friday night with all my siblings on White Bear. So, uh, so, and spouses, it's 14 people on this tub and we're touring the lake and, you know, they're patting me on the back, that whole deal. Friday was our last show. Yeah. And about nine o'clock at night, I get a text from Kenny and it's a picture of everybody on the pontoon boat. And it says, hi, Joe, you're on a pontoon. What's up with that, brother? And, <laughs> well, and, and that's, I, a, that's thought, an edit job there. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I, well, you, and I thought, well, obviously one of my sisters took a picture and put it on Instasnap or uh, Face yeah. page or whatever Instagram. the hell it is. And then I realized, no, no, wait a minute. This is a picture clearly taken from an adjacent boat. Yeah. Well, what? And so I said, Kenny... How did you do that? And he w- he wouldn't reply, of course. <laughs> and I was done with course. you. You made the mistake of trying to engage him. Is what you did. I, was, I was done with you. So I, Saturday, I gave you the needle and I walked away. Yeah, so Saturday afternoon, I said, "You must explain. It's driving wow. me crazy. It's bugging you." And I, I already, I think I deleted that right away. And his answer was. A special lady friend in a nearby oh. pontoon. <laughs> That's a Lebowski line. 
Well, especially. So I still friend. don't know what this, how this happened. It was just a friend of mine out on a pontoon. But how did they know who we were? With her family. Yeah. And she looked over and she recognized you. And then she heard the word podcast. Okay. And that was the end of it. All right. And she sent me the picture and she, she thought it was you, didn't know for sure. Uh, so then I sent, and I, you know, and I enlarged it and looked and yeah, that's suit, sure yeah. enough. So I sent it to you. And my main point of sending it to you was, uh, Joe, you're a boat guy. What in the world are you doing on a pontoon on a Friday night? Well, that's the only boat that was available to accommodate this many people. Wow. It's my sister's. I was seriously let down. I mean, I expect to see you in a Garwood, a Chris Craft, even an old Glastron. Well, not a pontoon. Not on this, not on this occasion. Not a pontoon. Uh, I did see those types of boats Saturday at Lake Minnetonka. So I responded to this person, uh, yeah, that was Joe. And she goes, oh, damn, I should have shouted out his name and said, what's up? And I said, no, 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 don't do that. Play it cool, Fonzie. Don't be a dumb rube. All right. So not much of a story. No, it's I'm I'm glad it drove you crazy. Yeah, except for freaking Joe out. That's a good point. It drove me absolutely crazy because it it seemed uh, almost... uh, Voodoo! That how how in the world would Kenny of all people uh, have some? How many people were on that boat? Fourteen. Uh, Thirteen of those fourteen had a drink up in the air, yeah. like we caught you in mid toast. I, I not me though. No, not you. I don't think. But the ones be. at the front of the boat right. uh, were toasting something. Uh, do you know that a red cow has been born? What? Great restaurant, the burger place. Oh God, where's that piece? <laughs> we're on this, and we're on right now. Yeah, yeah, we're we're, yeah, we're still on. Is <laughs> anybody running a stopwatch? By the way, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I got her. Really? I, we I might not be on for long. I need to know that time. Uh, a okay. Bible prophecy predicting the end of the world is feared to come true after the first red heifer oh, in no. two thousand years was born in Israel. I didn't know we had the red heifer theory. I just took my hat off. Well, no, wait. Can we wear hats? <laughs> no. Now that it's no, no, around a podcast? No. Definitely shorts. He's so, but he's so put off by the red cow in the new podcast that he didn't even miss. I, I didn't realize that. Why is, why is it significant? The Temple Institute in Jerusalem announced the calf's birth on YouTube, saying it would undergo extensive examination to, to determine if it is red all over. If the female baby cow is found to be blemish-free, the Institute will declare that the calf brings the promise of reinstating biblical purity to the world. In both Christianity and Judaism, the red heifer is central to the prediction about the end of times. After sacrificing the red cow, construction can begin on the third temple in in Jerusalem. The temple Institute... So this isn't... This isn't some uh, crackpot website. These are big league Bible the real people. Deal. The real deal. The yeah. Temple Institute and other uh, groups worldwide were set up with the goal of building the third temple on Mount Moriah or on the Temple Mount. The Bible states that after the birth of a perfectly red female calf, the Jewish Messiah will return. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Break glass smoke luckies? Before I get my first podcast paycheck? Yeah, yeah I guess we didn't have to start the podcast. <laughs> are you? Jewish and Christian fundamentalists believe that once a red heifer is born, they will be able to rebuild the third temple on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. But in order to do this, they would have to demolish what stands on the hill today, the oh. Dome of the Rock, an Islamic holy temple. Yeah. In mainstream oh. Orthodox Judaism, mm. once the temple is rebuilt, rebuilt the world will uh, end. But some... 
steel. Jeez, they wait all that time, and then they get the work done. That boom, it's over. This apocalyptic event will bring what Christians call the rapture, where all Christian believers, living and dead, will rise into the sky and join Christ. The fate of non-believers isn't quite so promising. For them, the rapture means everlasting punishment of their souls in hell. I don't, I'm not liking this gig. Rabbi... Uh, Shane Richmond, director of the Institute, believes the time is ripe to build the third temple following the birth of the red heifer. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wonder what he'll wear. After its birth, the calf has been examined extensively by <laughs> rabbinical experts <laughs> who confirm she is a viable candidate for the biblical red heifer. Uh, the cow could be disqualified due to natural causes. In other words, if it has a birthmark or something. Yeah, let's hope for that. Yeah, that's what I'm rooting for. Uh, because just the if you destroy the Temple Mount right now, that is war. Yeah, that's, that, that will could be re- the end of the that world. That will result in global conflict. Well, I think that's what's intimated would cause, yeah, would bring about uh, the end of the world. You can't tear down the Muslim deal to put up your No, no. Forget that. What is the Messiah going to wear when he appears? Is he going to go old school with the flowing robes? Or is he is he hipping it up? Track suit. I don't know. Track suit, right. You know, Nike he just zipped down. You know, I just came down from heaven. Those, holy man. Those breakaway pants at the NBA. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't yes, know. or does he just say, you know, I know these old no, See, robes. now this discussion alone is not earning us any favor in heaven. No, even if you're a non-believer, but let me, let me my, my policy is don't mess with it. Even if you're a non-believer, oh. what good is it going to oh, do? Oh, the Lord's going to well, great. Well, I brought it up only because the people uh, uh, prophecy, uh, the people suggesting this are learned people. Yeah, uh, th- this isn't, uh, you know, this isn't Alex right, Jones. Right. This the, is not the Heaven's Gators. These are people that uh, have studied this. Yeah. And uh, I was unaware of the red heifer uh, theory. I did not know that. And, I've uh, never heard it mentioned. In never any heard of it mentioned in my life. Bible. And here it is. Uh, and the, and of course, the, Kenny's uh, heard of the red-headed heifer theory, right. but I know her. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the red heifer brings the promise of reinstating biblical purity to the world. I have no idea what what that means, but uh, I'm 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 reasonably certain that. It's kind of odd too that it's uh, uh, comes a day before nine eleven anniversary, oh. isn't it? Oh, yeah, right. Oh, forgot about that. Am I on the air? What? <laughs> I think we're doing it. We're on. We're good. We got her. I can play. Oh, hey, uh, you guys are back on the air. Oh. We never went off. I don't think we went anywhere. And now a man who has never had a relationship <laughs> with a tree. You well, still got that. We get to keep press, uh, pressing we get our the buttons. buttons well, that. that's why the next time you go to a big benefit, your brother can say, ask you, "Do you have a new fart button?" Right, and, and you can say, "Yeah, I got my old yeah. fart button." Yeah, I got. I got to keep mine. Yeah, How I wonder if I get time in the damp. Uh, I'm I'm fine. It's okay. it's really it's weird. Mm-hmm. Not weird, but it's just weird not going through the right motions. And I, you know, old but, habits old habits die hard. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, at some point during today's uh, show. I'll be, I'll be giving the weather records for today. I, I just uh, are you taking up that role? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that's... Dave Dahl gave me as a gift. He compiled uh, three hundred the three hundred and sixty five. Right. Well, you know what? Which I'll have to upgrade. I'll have to update. Why don't you just get that out of the way right now? You want me to? Yeah, let's get it over. <laughs> with, I will. <laughs> What's today? The tenth. Hold on. September tenth. You know what? Let me get a forecast called up here, and I'll read you what the weather is. Well, can you make yourself today. useful? There's quite the forecast for the Carolinas, isn't there? This afternoon, mostly cloudy with a high near seventy seven. South southwest wind around ten miles per hour. Mostly cloudy, sixty two overnight, and then tomorrow sunny with a high near eighty, but breezy 
with a south wind 10 to 20 miles an hour. It doesn't matter what the temperature is right now, but it's 71. Can he play the radio there? Such records for the day. Yeah, you got the records for the day, September 10th. He told me I was to pause. <laughs> Oh, yeah. not literally. It's like exit stage left with you. Oh your God. name here. Pause in my headphones. Hi, pause. your name here to tell you about. <laughs> Let's do the Was... records and then you can pause. There you go. September uh, 10th. Yes. <laughs> Folks, we'll be, we'll really be, you know, post-op, they're probably going to be all smooth sailing. Oh, yeah. let, let, let me ask the question, right. Such. Yeah. September 10th, what was the record high for today? 104. Record low? It, no, Kenny. That that is one year. year. Oh, uh, 104 in 1931. Okay. 37 in 1917. Thanks, Dave. All right. Pause. <laughs> it's not freeze tag for crying out loud. That was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Was that enough? Yeah, that was enough. And he's like, so now are we back? Now, now? are we on a new segment? Now we'll start over. Wow. Hey, how you guys doing? Wow, you that was fun, wasn't it? That was just oh craziness. Play some music. No, I'm afraid I'm going to play something I can't play. <laughs> We're going to have the shortest podcast. Here we go. Are we done? There we go. Segment two. Hey. Hey. Such. Yeah. What's the schedule here? When are you doing this? Who's going to be on the air? That's what I want to know. Let's make it clear that we're not all going to be here every day. Okay. And uh, per our custom, uh, listeners to GL have always... Uh, gone along with this as we struggle to find new things, and here we're entering a new portal of technology. Mm-hmm. And uh, due to a variety of circumstances, not everybody, I'll be here every day, or at least when we decide to do a podcast, but not, but height, rookie, and Kenny might not be here every day. You are going to work out amongst yourselves when you can be here because you're sharing a certain amount of hours that are available. And you are going to divvy those up, and you are going to uh, be here uh, walking in and out of the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake whenever you can or want to. Does that make sense? Whenever we feel like Yeah, that. well, we were all going to split the load equally, and Kenny just said, uh, I'm just coming in once. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, we couldn't. We tried no, to fight him on Kenny that. Kenny said, and- I'm done. I'll see you guys never. Right, right, and you said no, so I volunteered. I'll do two uh, two hours a week. That's what you're getting me for. I All have, right, starting right now, I have six day weekends. So <laughs> see, he's not even. It's not even a bad thing. He's uh, celebrating this. I am. Yeah, I've always wanted I, nothing better than time off in the fall. All right, and I get to do whatever the hell I want. All right, and, and if there's a need for me to come in more, I suppose I'll drive back down a minute. No, what if there's and, a need to give you a call about something? That's fine. Are you going to answer the phone? Mm, probably not. Wait but, a minute. Wait a minute. As long as you're bringing that up, so you know, I'm I've, I haven't slept in six weeks, so I've got uh, anticipation about today's new adventure and everything I keep else. Itching, by the way, I'm I itching. thought that was going to be Pat. I get a call. <laughs> From dummy over there at about seven thirty this morning when I was walking uh, walking the kid to school. I Which thought, oh, dummy? Uh, Kenny. Yeah. Hi. And I said, "Oh, I, I can't answer the phone. I'll call him back later." Well, I call him back later, like what nine nine o'clock, something like that. Oh, this he, isn't a broadcast worthy story. He, he's on speakerphone <laughs> and says, "Butt dial," and hangs up on me. <laughs> <All right. laughs> As in, it was a butt dial, dummy. I'll talk to you later. Well, yeah. 
And then you call back again. Yeah, well, because I couldn't hear you the first time. Okay, good story, Chris. Since this is new and I just want to do a little bit of housekeeping, those of you that are listening to the podcast, however you found it, I'm going to tell you how you can subscribe to the podcast each and every day so it downloads. And what we'd like you to do is go to garagelogic.com, download it, uh, click on the Apple iTunes download it so it downloads each and every day Mm -hmm. and you subscribe to that and then if you could rate it if you could rate you can give us a one out of five or you can give us a five out of five but that will also uh can i give you a zero it helps it helps (laughs) others find the show when you rate it It will help others find the show so that is uh you don't have to rate it every day if you can great but just remember to subscribe and download it each and every day and you will not have to do another thing. It will download automatically for you. So it's part of my taking two hours, uh, and I don't know why I got interrupted by all that That doesn't that mean nonsense. you have to talk for the whole two hours. Part of part of my two hours a week is I want him to be here all the time. That's fine. That's very good. I agree, yes. And Johnny as much as absolutely possible because I, I don't need a coattails thing here. Yeah. You guys established this show, and it's a well-run machine without me. Well, so I think for uh, consider yourself more than welcome. Well, thank you. But but if um, you want a six day weekend, that doesn't sound bad either. Yeah, but I I'm, I am hoping that Matthew will be here every day. When uh, you say subscribe, does that mean people have to pay? No, it just means you. Uh, it will it will be in your computer system and it will automatically uh, download for you each and every day. So when you go to wherever you listen, it will be there. So you just hit play, whether it's your iPad your computer, or your phone. It's a little bit different for for Samsung, um, so we'll worry about that in a little bit. I can't believe how many people have told me, how am I going to listen to you? And I said, hand me your telephone. And invariably, each phone I looked at had that podcast icon. I said, press that, you're listening. That's one way you can do it. It's very easy. There's a purple icon and it looks kind of like a little microphone. That's and, an Apple device, isn't it? Yep. It looks like a, an eye with a, a couple of circles behind it. Yeah. And it once, says podcast. Yep. You click on that, and it's as easy as pie. Okay. Invariably, the people I showed that to did not realize that was on their menu of things on their telephone. Because I they, did not. I have it, and I did not know it was there. Because you haven't used it or needed it, and now if you want to listen to Garage Logic, that is the, <laughs> that is the tool that you use, God bless you, John, to uh, achieve the show. So wait, are we telling people that are listening to us now that have already done that how to do it? Well, it'll help tomorrow. It'll help others, though. They'll they'll pass it along if they don't know. Oh, the uh, the people yes. who uh, occupy yes. the people who occupy the salon in Minneapolis are getting bolder and bolder and bolder. And there was a big piece in yesterday's uh, Star Tribune uh, how they intend to get people quite literally out of their cars. They they want the car culture to end mm-hmm. completely in their efforts to save to save the earth. Uh, it's called the 2040 Comprehensive Plan City. Planners have been revisiting Minneapolis's ambitious 2014 goal to cut greenhouse gas emissions by 80% by 2050. Uh, in order to make good on this commitment, they say the city they, needs to reduce driving trips in Minneapolis by 37%. What we're saying is, what 37% of trips could you eliminate from your life, said Paul Mogish, city planning manager. Okay, that's an unelected guy. Mm-hmm. Basically uh, telling you that the day is coming when I'm going to tell you that you have to eliminate 37% of the driving uh, trips in your life. I'm leading up to a larger point. The city, you know how the city intends to do this. The city's answer uh, 
includes bringing more goods and services closer to where people already live, such as allowing for more commercial businesses in highly populated areas. In other words, put the stuff closer together so the stuff is easier to get, said Mogish. I don't want a Target store next to my house. Right. We, I got a car. I'll we go to get Target. to spread them out. What the hell? But they're getting bolder and bolder and bolder. You didn't elect that guy, nor did you elect. Uh, uh, here's another woman uh, quoted. Uh, oh my God, Heather Worthington. Oh. What? Are they going to put a fleet farm in my neighborhood? Well, that's my point. I mean, this is ridiculous. Listen to this. this. Is so dumb. I live six blocks from a Target, said Heather Worthington, director of long-range planning for Minneapolis. You also did not elect her. It would be very easy for me to walk to Target. I rarely do. Well, that's your problem, lady. Yeah. Why in the hell are you telling me? Right. If you're so uh, of, of such the belief that you must stop driving to save the earth, then start walking to Target, Heather. Here's what the here's what the people in the salon do not take into account. I'm convinced of this. They do not take into account mothers with children. They do not take into account families. Getting groceries home. Right. Mothers have minivans for a reason. Mm-hmm. They got to put the kids in there. Then they got to go get stuff. And you're not going to wave a magic wand, Heather or Paul or the rest of you, and suddenly have uh, a Target store right outside Mom's back door. That's not how it works, Joe. I need to. Uh, I need fifty concrete blocks for a project right. in my backyard. Right. How many bicycle trips I, is that? That's a lot of bicycles. I did see a guy downtown. This would have been maybe a year ago, and he had the the plastic target bags on his bike handles. Yeah. And he went over the light rail tracks in the bottom oh, of one of them. Oh, oh no! <laughs> and I thought, oh, listen to this. Now. What are you doing? Listen now, Lisa McDonald, a member of Minneapolis for Everyone, a group opposing the fourplex proposal and other elements of the comprehensive plan, said the climate change measures go too far in accommodating bicyclists and transit riders. Well, of course they do. It has no room for cars. They don't mention cars, said McDonald, a former city council member. They want to get rid of cars. Yes. These are unelected people in the salon who have appointed themselves the guardians of our virtue, not to mention the earth, and they want to get rid of cars. And I'm convinced that means they do not take young families into account. They they always seem to be creating a, a, an ideal utopia for single 27-year-olds. Yep. Right there for single twenty-seven-year-olds right. who don't, who aren't married, don't have children, and and might very well have the time to take their bicycle uh, to the to the Walgreens with the big fat wheels. Yeah, all my <laughs> kids I used to have. That's not how they operate. No, no, you can't. They got no. minivans with kids. No, human beings. But don't these agree. people specifically do not take that demographic into account. I'm convinced. I'm convinced they do not take that de- demographic into account. Uh, the city council will vote on final language later this year. Starting in 2019, city staff will begin the process of figuring out how to implement these policies. I don't want you to implement them. I don't live in Minneapolis, but it'll happen in St. Paul, too. Uh, the Because they have to update the city's climate action plan. This will include land use as well as educating the public and encouraging bicycle commuting and carpooling. Which also costs money, which is, is going to cost additional money adding these extra bike lanes. This has to be an all-in strategy to achieve this, said Kim Harvey, manager of the city's sustainability division. You also didn't elect her. No. So we just heard from three people. We just heard from three people who uh, are deciding for you 
that the car is not your uh, in your best interests, and they want you out of it, and only on bicycles, which is what about winter six months a year? Yeah. In this state, seven months a year. And now they're just basically coming out and admitting what they've been planning behind our backs all along. They're anyway. getting bolder yes. and bolder yes. and bolder. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, Johnny Height, mm-hmm. give us a little news of the day. Should we uh, the first perhaps break? Is somebody <laughs> going to tell me to pause? It beats me. Pause. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Now to start. I'll cut that part out. Okay. Are we on now? Oh, right. Yeah. Whoa, look at that bump. Here's John. Good. Is a it long a, way. Is it a Steely Dan uh, story? No, Smashing Pumpkins. Reset and go. It's uh, 73 degrees. I guess on a podcast, who cares? That's what true, but you know what? I'm an old creature of habit. That's uh-huh. why I did no. the records already. You know, and the, and you, the, Joe? Really? Yeah. And the people that were listening. I don't like change. The people that were listening to the podcast still had to deal with you giving the current weather at the current time. So I think that's a trend. So for familiarity purposes, of course, that started continue. the show. It's 73 it. degrees at 1238. <laughs> this is really going to put a damper in my lunch schedule, September by the way. 10th. 1233, September 10th. I don't like change either, but I sure do like six-day weekends. I know you do. (laughs) Uh, Vikings, they uh, won yesterday. They're opener over the 49ers. They're 1-0 on the season. They travel to Green Bay to play the Packers at Lambeau Field. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, if you missed it last night. uh, Faked an injury, then came back. Didn't fake an injury, although you sound like a Viking fan. Uh, Hurt his leg and then hobbled around the second half through three touchdowns. Three touchdown passes to lead the Packers over the Bears, 24-23. He says, yeah, he'll play against the uh, Vikings on Sunday. I don't know where this fits into the podcasting world, but I'm talking about the Vikings game Sunday, September 9th. Uh Did anyone see the interception by Xavier Rhodes? Yes. Then did you see him get a concussion? Oh, I did not. And uh, I took careful note to see if he came back into the game. I don't know if he did or not. I think he did. Well, in in any event. If you can see the replay, uh, whoever tackled him uh, went to his head and went head to head, and he was down. If you'll recall, after the play, he was down on the turf. Uh, Five will get you ten. He had a concussion. Think so? That's 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 my only observation. It's uh, dreadful. I, I think one rule that the NFL should should observe or implement because I saw it yesterday: stop hitting people on the head with helmets after a good play. That's what's stop happened. helmet. To, just that's what I'm saying. Stop that. Yeah. Just stop helmet to helmet. Yeah. And stop just patting guys on the head. Go ahead. No I more have a, helmet um, to helmet. I have a um, a Vikings related question for my guy over here, the Rook. Yes. I was following Twitter as I do when I watch a Vikings game. How much did you have to drink during the Vikings game yesterday? I didn't. I was, oh, for my uh, for my 27 years here, we had two balloons, a two and a seven. So I grabbed the seven every time they scored and took a picture. I was watching out in my backyard. That is so I'll go to at no. rookie, what is it? Don't sass. Don't sass. It, don't it, sass. it looked like to me you were fighting with the seven yes, and all the pictures did. that you posted. <laughs> All right. Can yeah, I continue, please? Okay. Uh, congrats to the St. Paul Saints. They're in the championship series of the American Association. They're going to face, I love this name, the Kansas City T-Bones. Mm-hmm. The T-Bones? T-Bones. Uh, news notes from today. Uh, the Republican candidate for Minnesota Secretary of State and one of his staffers were injured in a parade float crash in Carver. This happened, yeah, at, yeah, in my neck of the woods. What? John Howe and campaign manager Tim Drugsma were thrown from the GOP float. I know sus- Tim Drugsma. Uh-huh. 
He used to be a, a fan of the show. He's gonna, probably still a fan, but he used to, uh, in the early days, was a, a contributor. They both sustained serious injuries. Carver County Sheriff's Office said it all happened about 245 on Main Street and Hickory Street. The float was part of Steamboat Day's parade. Uh, Howe, uh, even though he's in uh, not great condition, tweeted uh, from his hospital bed, campaigning can be difficult some days. Well, he was run over, wasn't he, by the... He, I don't know that he was run over, but he does have 14 staples in his head after that incident. So, uh, What town was this? My, it Carver. was in my backyard, essentially, yesterday. Cause that, what l- town, I asked? Carver. Carver. Carver, yeah. It was a uh, deadly weekend in Minneapolis. Four men killed in shootings since Friday. The first to happen Cedar Riverside, 7.20 p.m. Friday. Liban Mohammed Abdullahi was found shot to death outside his vehicle. A few hours later, at about 11.45 Friday night, a man shot and killed near 21st Avenue North in Washington. Two other men and a woman injured in that shooting. Uh, meanwhile, a young man now has been jailed in connection with the shooting in a North Minneapolis market. That left two people killed among four fatally shot in the city. A 19-year-old from Minneapolis booked into the Hennepin County Jail by Minneapolis Park Police last night. Uh, it all happened at Emerson Food Market in the 2600 block of Emerson Avenue North. One man dead at the scene, another at a hospital after surgery uh, was dead, and the third suffered non-critical injuries. Police say they are not sure if all of this is related. Are we attempting to become Chicago? I hope not. No. I hope not. Uh, the fire department, Minneapolis, uh, well, this this kind of an ugly thing they're, they're running into there, having to pick up used, discarded hypodermic needles. Ooh. Gross. Last year, the whole year, according to Assistant Chief of Administration Brian Tyner, they only picked up five needles in the entire year. This year already, they've picked up at least 50, he says. Now, is this uh, due to uh, 911 calls? Uh, he said uh, he believes, uh, well, it's not 911 calls. They're just people are, they're lying on the ground and people are leaving them there. They're not, uh, nobody's calling to say there's a needle on the ground. Okay. All so right. they're just doing a sweep. Yeah. Tyner okay. said he thinks part of the problem is the growing opioid epidemic. In August, there were more than 11 calls, the locations ranging from downtown to midtown Greenway, the bike path in that area. Uh, the police say, uh, this should be common sense, if you find a discarded needle, don't try to move it or uh, touch it. Instead. I have no idea when this newscast should end. Yeah, I we'll think. let you know. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to hear the word pause again. There you go. All right. In your ear. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump is detached from reality and jeopardizes American national security. That from Bob Woodward. He was on the Today Show today. Washington Post editor and author of that recent book uh, recounted an incident in which the president complained about U.S. troops in the Korean Peninsula. Woodward said the president's staff tried to explain it's a defensive measure. Uh, Woodward also also got some backing over the weekend from former Bush press secretary Ari Fleischer, who said he was on the receiving end of plenty of Woodward criticisms in past books. But he said everything Woodward wrote about in those books about the Bush administration was true and didn't have any falsehoods. Uh, Asked if Trump shows signs of a mental defect. Woodward said, my job here is not to psychoanalyze. It's to describe things that happen. It's to sell books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And boy, will he ever. Yeah. I think it uh, releases tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was already number one on the uh, the advance, mm-hmm. whatever they call the advance thing. Uh, Bill Daly. Remember you Bill want, Daly? If he comes through town, you want to talk to him? Who? Woodward? Sure. Okay. I'd love to. All right, uh, is Bill Daly hanging down his head? No, no. Bill Daly. He's the comic sidekick on uh, two television shows. He died over the weekend. Uh, he was uh, the... Oh. 
Yeah, the, he was Major the, Healy. Ma, he was Major Healy's buddy. Oh, and I, but but even oh. more importantly, Wait. he was Howard Borden on the original Bob Newhart show. Was yes. he the pilot? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he died over the weekend. Natural causes. He was ninety-one years old. Wow. Not a household name, but a household face, familiar to millions of baby boomers. Playing Major Roger Healy in all five seasons of I Dream of Jeannie. Healy was the astronaut to or the astronaut partner to Larry Hagman's Anthony Nelson. Uh, two years later, he landed a similar role, had an even longer run on the Bob Newhart show playing Howard Borden. Newhart, now 89 years old, said in a statement that he and Daly had been friends since both were trying to break into comedy in Chicago in the 1950s. He said he was a clutch comedian that could make anything work on the sitcom. He said, I called him our bullpen man. Whenever we were having trouble with the script on the show, we'd have Bill make an appearance. He was one of the most positive people I ever knew. And he said, we will dearly miss him. You know, I Dream of Genie only had a, what do they say, a five-year run, Johnny? Five-year, yep. Uh, I mean, they milked it five years. It was, you know, some type of genie got out of the bottle. There was some type of mishap. <laughs> uh, Major Nelson and, and Healy got in trouble, and then Genie was back in the bottle. On I him. learned that was the show that I learned at a very young age that sound is not uh, really necessary yep. for watching TV. Yeah. I think I got gotcha. you. That's true. As, as a seven-year-old laying, laying on the floor, belly down. I can't say I, I spent a lot of time with that. Oh, I can say I spent a lot of time. Yeah. You were you were somewhat smitten with her? Oh, my goodness. Well, Who was that, Barbara Eden? Barbara Eden, yeah. Yeah, he, Kenny liked, I think, all the, the concept of inside the bottle with all those pillows and just kind of... You're lounging around doing a whole lot of nothing. And, and it taught me the wrong thing at a very young age. <laughs> oh, no. The wrong thing is women do not like to call their husband and or boyfriends master. <laughs> oh, so you kind of <laughs> ran with that and it was kind of got yeah, shot down? That is a no-go area. Think, think of so much that would not be made today. Start oh, with Blazing God. Saddles. You couldn't yeah, make you it today. Could. Nobody would have the courage to make M- it today. Mel Brooks says he couldn't make right. it today. Uh, I Dream of Jeannie, you oh couldn't make God. it today. No You can't way. be coming, how about, master. How about, how about a Hogan's Heroes? Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> all in the family, I mean, you would not. Flintstones, all, all that stuff. Oh, oh, oh. Archie Bunker? They just brought up Honeymooners. One of these Threatening his wife to send her to the moon. With violence. With violence. Yes. None of that could be made today, even though we all weathered it. It was uh, highly entertaining. Jackie Gleason and Art Carney uh, were highly entertaining. Nobody thought he was going to hit his wife. But today, the accusation would be that represents domestic violence and you can't do it. Freeze. You don't have to freeze. (laughs) He doesn't blink. He doesn't look. He doesn't look. All right, we're back, but you do not have to. You can unfreeze. Can we Uh, talk, you know, speaking of domestic violence, can we talk about Keith Ellis? uh, Yes, please. Uh, this is from also yesterday's paper. While you guys were slumming, I was working yesterday. Mm-hmm. This uh, is a piece uh, in the Star Tribune that I think is tantamount to suggesting that Ellison is victimized by controversy. That he is somehow a victim and he's a noble warrior who has to campaign through his missteps and come out on top. Uh, Listen to this, though. The lead is Keith Ellison is well-versed in campaigning with political baggage. The Minneapolis lawyer and politician climbed the Democratic political ranks from the Minnesota legislature to Congress and Democratic National Committee deputy chairman while contending with controversies. 
from decades-old ties to the Nation of Islam to one-time public support for a federal fugitive. Now as he mounts a bid for Minnesota Attorney General, he is trying to move past an allegation of domestic abuse from a former girlfriend. Doesn't that almost uh, suggest uh, that he's being written about with some degree of favor? Yeah, I, when I first read it, I thought, boy, we got this warrior trudging along, oh. fighting all these battles. And the poor guy happened to have dragged his woman, however, allegedly, off the bed. And, and he needs to, he's trying to move past yeah, that. That exactly. was on the editorial section, right? The op ed <laughs> Page one of the Metro section, wow. the play story. Wow. <laughs> Again, comma, Ellison takes controversy in stride. The nobody, left has no standards. And nobody else can get away with that. The left has no standards. The left will always forgive the left. They have standards if you're not in the club right. with them. But Ellison, uh, this was written by Jesse Van Berkel. I don't know who that is. I'm not, I'm not even suggesting that. Well, I guess I am. Uh, the, the slant that Jesse Van Berkel seems to have conveyed here is that this is a good man who has been uh, dogged, dogged by a controversy, which further suggests that somehow that's unfair that he's been that he's been burdened by this controversy. Well, I didn't drag the uh, Monahan off the bed, however allegedly. Right. I don't. I don't cozy up to Louis Farrakhan. He does. He's a radical, and he wants to use the attorney general's office for purposes that the attorney general's office was never intended right. to be used. He wants to go after. It's person. a consumer watchdog post. He wants to use it to sue Trump. But why with this grand of a, uh, even the, you'd think the, the euphorians, the lefties would say, you know what, you're going to have to sit this one out. This is uh, serious allegations, the Me Too movement and everything wrapped into one. I'll tell you we why. We can't yeah. continue. I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Do you remember when he uh, uh, defended our little terrorist, Sarah Jane Olson? Yes. He was in her camp. She was only part of a murder plot. That's all. And he said, well, no, I, I at the time, uh, uh, I believe in innocent until proven guilty. Well, she was guilty. Right. Uh, uh, it, during his first uh, congressional bid, we discovered uh, that he didn't pay parking tickets. <laughs> Remember that? Did somebody say pause? <laughs> no. no. He didn't pay a long list of parking tickets. Right. And overdue that. campaign finance filings were widely aired. So was an old connection to the Nation of Islam and its leader, Louis Farrakhan, an anti-Semite who has said Jews controlled the nation. These are just, these are, these. this is considered political baggage that he's had to endure. You know what? You know why they're not getting rid of him? He's gonna, he'll win in a landslide. And be unscathed. Because they learned their lesson with Franken. They're all sorry that he's gone, mm-hmm. and they think what he did isn't really that bad. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to let that happen again. At the fair, people – we asked him to be on with us at the fair. He, we never heard from him. At the fair, people who stopped by the DFL booth primarily asked Ellison about policies, but one young man questioned his selfie with the Antifa book, the Antifa, the anti-fascist handbook. Uh, Ellison said Trump had mentioned Antifa, and he thought the president would be scared of the book. Then it turned into a big ordeal, so I was surprised, he told the fairgoer. And without further questions, the two posed for a photo. That's how the uh, hmm. story concludes. Uh, as for the recent allegation from his ex-girlfriend, Ellison said he has been open to talking with voters about it, but he said people really don't ask about it much anymore. It's personal, it's painful, it's not true, he said. I saw the police report from a previous case. Mm-hmm. And we verified it, didn't we? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we vetted it, and it was real. He's going to skate through this because he fits. He fits the agenda. It's hard to believe.
He fits the agenda, a black Muslim liberal. You can't, that's a threefer. That's very You just can't beat, you can't beat that. A black Muslim liberal, who's more than a liberal. I mean, he's way out there. He's a radical lefty. He's a Mysterian. And uh, he's going to get away with whatever he wants to get away with. But even as an, okay, so as an attorney general, well, he wouldn't be in court going after people, but uh, he would seem to lose all credibility if he's supposed to be this upstanding citizen and, and he went through this and, and people don't take it seriously or for, or just outright forgave him without any due process. But but there, there's, a, there's a host of, of lefties in this story that line up to praise him, Matt Antenza and... Uh, uh, Bobby Joe Champion, and uh, he, he's, a, he's a good guy. He's a hell of a guy. He well, there are a couple of women who will tell you he's not a great guy. <laughs> right. And he'll turn that office into something it's not intended to be. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, he's claiming that he'll make sure everybody gets health care and mm-hmm. whatever. And, and uh, uh, he's just not my cup of tea. I don't know, Keith. Uh, we've asked him on the show many times, and he's... He's always found a reason to uh, decline, uh, and that's fine. Uh, well, in this case, for the state fair, they didn't even. Uh, and one of his guys was one of the guys who used to book Governor Dayton, mm-hmm. and who understands that coming on GL isn't going to be a. Uh, you're not coming into the lion's den, so it must well, have been. He might, on... he might have on this occasion. <laughs> well, but uh, what I'm saying, it wasn't his handlers. I think it must have been. Uh, Representative Ellison that just said, "I'm not doing that." Why? Why wouldn't Monahan pursue this? I don't know the answer to that. I'm asking it rhetorically. Monahan's the most recent girlfriend who was alleging that uh, Keith uh, treated her poorly, treated her roughly. I don't know. There's something about that story that's not sitting right with me because, yes, uh, show us the video. And now the video is evidently lost. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's something about that that's really weird. You know that he defended, do you remember Jerry Hoff, the pizza shack uh, murder? Sure. Jerry yes. Hoff, the police officer. Yeah. Keith was the defense uh, attorney for, I believe, I think his name was Sharif Willis. Sharif mm-hmm. Willis, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's ringing a bell. Yeah. Sharif was a former gang member, was right. he not, mm-hmm. way back when? And then, yeah. Did he, he didn't get him off, did he? I don't remember the no, outcome I don't believe that. so. I thought he was convicted of that and served time. He, he is out have. now. He is out now. Are the Halloween uh, decorations uh, in the stores was yet? That a, was that a pause? Wait a minute. Wait, are, are we back from a break? I don't know. <laughs> boy, oh boy. i tell you what. The rhythm is really off here. Well, the rhythm uh, is going to get you. It's going to take me a while to get, get the rhythm. In theory. Are you kidding me? In theory. Is that sidekick in a can? Sidekick in a can. Yeah. Uh, in theory, let me. You know, again, we're we're we've been brutally honest with listeners over the years. In theory, when we take a break, when you say to my uh, ear, "Pause, Chris." Yeah. We we literally don't have to talk for a couple of minutes. Correct. Right. That's correct. So why you, why am I manically keeping talking? I don't know. I would like to get up and maybe get some water. Well, yeah, walk I, around. You know, I got to look out the window. Yeah, I don't. I'm not going uh, full throttle on this for uh, do I have a, an hour. Do I have time to run home and do a number two? Not that amount of time, but we got enough time, I think. And, and when we do pause, and, we, and if we pause, and if we wanted to check this out, yeah, if we paused right now, uh-huh. would there be oxygen? <laughs> no. If we paused right now, what's the length of time we could pause? As long as you want, well, sir. 
I, I have one. Hour, I, I, have, I guess I have logistically I have one oh, simple question. My rhythm's off, baby. You'll, you'll get your rhythm, but yeah. let me. Uh, this is pretty important. Who's recording this? Wait, <laughs> I thought you were. I just realized that I don't know where this is recording. Wait, I thought you were. Seriously? I'm not, I'm not recording. I'm not doing this again. Yeah, you are. No. You're Please tell in. me that this is being recorded. Oh, God. It is. We start over? No, I'm not starting Just over. Cue the mic. I had a Halloween thing I was going to tell you. Are we done here yet? Let's yeah. start it over. Here's a new podcast. <laughs> Folks, here we go. Come on down. If you dress up as a witch. Are you going to do Halloween stuff? Why don't you do Halloween stuff when we come back, okay? Are we I'm going to put you on the podcast, Garage Logic style, on the freeze. Yeah, we're done. Okay. That's why I thought you were going to play the music. Yep. Okay, this is being recorded. No, no, no. Not now we're done. Now we're done. Now we're done. We're not done, done with the show. We, 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 we already had four segments, four segments. 11 minutes. Well, I got more stuff. Oh, uh, that's sorry. That's, well, why well not? let's close it out. Well, I'll, I'll do one Here more. We go. Okay, okay, do one more. <laughs> Just leave that pause in there. <laughs> yeah. Just, that pause is part of the podcast now. Oh, God, you guys. Here we go. Seriously. <laughs> you better have this straightened out by next week. That's see you tomorrow, Kenny. Oh, no, next over. week. Is uh, Sephora. Is a cosmetics company? Yes. And they've introduced a starter witch kit in light of Halloween. Okay. Uh, you know, for 42 bucks, you get sage, rose quartz, crystal, perfumes, and tarot cards. I, I guess. Green makeup. That'd be, ter- wait, that'd be wait, wait, terrible. Wait, terrible. Tarot, 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 tarot cards. Tarot buy those just off the Mackinac Bridge. <laughs> tarot, tarot, tarot cards, right? Yes, tarot that's correct. Card. But... Uh, Wiccans and pagans are now accusing the cosmetics giant of culturally appropriating witchcraft. Wow. Hmm. Does that mean a little kid can't wear a witch's hat on Halloween? They'd be culturally appropriating witchcraft? That yep. would be the end of the world as we know it, and I can't play it. You know why it, <laughs> you, you know why it can't be culturally appropriated? Because there's no such thing as witches. Ooh. Ooh, you're huh? going to stir okay. up the pot, the cauldron now. What's our email? What's our email address? Same as it ever was. GLJoe at garagelogic.com. Why am I hearing music? GLJoe. Because we got to wrap her up, We're man. trying to get you to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> well. That's a new one? Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, I, hey. I don't want to be quiet yet. I. We've got a lot more tomorrow. Hey, we'll be back to tomorrow. All right, should I hit the break? No, no. I think we're uh, no, 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 I think we're, that. I think we're listen to Johnny play. This is our close. Closing out the hour. Holy crap. I'm sorry, GLers, it can only get better. That's true. It no. can only get better. Much worse. I'm learning my way through this. Let's we'll see. It's yet to be determined. I'm gonna download this and see how bad it was. You can right away. It'll be posted almost immediately. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Do I turn my microphone off? Garage Logic podcast style. GarageLogic.com. Download it and subscribe and don't forget to rate it. Catch you next time. Did I give you the weather records?